We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown! Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I feel like I haven't been back on the night shift in a little while. Where are my night crawlers at? My night owls. Where are my guys and gals that just punched the clock, just got to work? Maybe you're driving. Maybe you work in a warehouse. Maybe you're just driving home still. Nah, not from the Knicks game. That Knicks game ended like two hours ago. Maybe you're just driving. Maybe you just want to hear sports talk on WFAN 1019. FM, maybe you want to call, maybe you want to get involved. 877-337. A six, a six, and two more sixes will get you on my show. Do it now. Go. I don't have any calls. Go. I'm going to say a bunch of stuff in the open. Hurry up. Hurry up. It's wide open. And now for the open. Where y'all want to start? Cam Newton getting jumped? No. Where y'all want to start? Deion Dawkins? Sauce Gardner? No, I'm just like scrolling through my notes to see what we got. Oh, yeah, the Buffalo Bills. Sean McDermott says it's not a matter of if, just a matter of when. I mean, the NFL is king. It's it's always NFL time. We've got plenty of NFL to talk, but we're not going to do that just yet. right? Joe Shane and the uh, New York Giants are going to seriously consider trading up in the draft, and we've got the combine coming, and speculation. Justin Fields. Nah, I'm going to talk about Tyson Bajant tonight. We're not going to talk about Justin Fields unless we talk about Tyson Bajant. 877-337-6666. Lakin Tomlinson? Nah, we'll get there. I'm in here right now watching spring training. I was on Saturday when we had our first games. You couldn't watch the Yankee game. You could watch the Mets game, but you probably turned that off after just the first or second inning. But, yeah, it's it's buzz time. It's spring training hype time. It's read too much into a couple at-bats, a couple plays, uh, a couple innings pitched, and make your proclamations. But I think we learned some things, and we'll get to it tonight. I told y'all Blake Snell wasn't going to happen, but it sounds better uh, coming from someone else but me. What else do we have? Yeah, the Mets, the make-it-happen Mets. Remember last week I was like, yeah, Jace Thompson. No, not Jace Thompson. Trace Thompson, you know, Clay's brother. I mean, you don't want him to actually 
be one of your outfielders. But he's there. He had a big game today. And what are we supposed to talk? Oh, we're supposed to talk basketball. That's right. We had the Nets and the Knicks get a win tonight. You guys want to start with the Nets? Yeah, let's start with the Nets because I know you guys want to talk Knicks. Kevin Ali, congrats. First win as the Brooklyn Nets head coach. And uh, the Memphis Grizzlies are cooked. The Memphis Grizzlies are uh, not much better than the Nets. They're not better than the Nets. They lost to the Nets by a good margin tonight. And I know a lot of Nets fans saw that first game in Toronto against some former Knicks. And they're like, yo, the Nets suck. It doesn't matter if it's Kevin Ollie. It doesn't matter if it's Jacques Vaughn. It doesn't matter if it's Steve Nash, Lionel Hollins. It doesn't matter who's coaching the team. But uh, good to see Kevin Ollie get a win. And I love what he had to say. If you were just listening to Brooklyn Nets radio not too long ago, he gave credit to Jacques Vaughn for giving him an opportunity. I always say, man, shout out to the people that believe in you for no reason. Jacques Vaughn told him, you don't have to interview. I know who you are and what you bring to the table. And now he's doing Jacques Vaughn's job. He went out of his way to big up Jacques Vaughn and the Brooklyn Nets for giving him the chance. And then he also said that ball is going up on the shelf for his mom in heaven and his sister up in heaven. So congrats to Kevin Ollie getting his first win as the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. And shout out to the Brooklyn Nets, all five starters in double digits. If you look at the box score, and that plus minus it. The box score looks right. I saw our very own Evan Roberts say, you know, I forgot what it felt like just to enjoy my own basketball team getting a win. And yeah, I kind of half watched that and I half watched the Knicks. I'm just, I'm in baseball land. And now football's coming right back up. But 877 337 6666, if you want to talk about your Brooklyn Nets. Cam Thomas got hurt. So that just kind of killed it for me. With like 7.40 left, Cam Thomas rolls his ankle. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what, what comes out of the uh, Nets world as the Nets have a, another game tomorrow. And let's talk about the main event. Let's talk about New York forever. Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. <laughs> I mean, watching the end of that game, the shenanigans that went on. Monty Williams has lost almost 50 games this year, but not like that. No, not like that. I mean, the NBA owed the Knicks a no call late in the game, right? That's a makeup call. They got it tonight in the Garden. Everybody remembers what happened in Houston. Seems like uh, the refs were holding their whistles, right, biting their whistles. They weren't going to blow the whistle. There was plenty contact. <laughs> there was a couple fouls, but what a sequence. And what a win. For the New York Knicks in the Garden, win ugly, man. Win ugly. At the end of the year, it's not going to matter that you barely won that game. You won that game, and you need to stack wins and continue to stack wins while you're not healthy. And the Detroit Pistons are an all-time bad team. You can't lose to them at home with Quentin Grimes coming back and Evan Fournier coming back. You can't let those guys cook you and get a win in a revenge game. They came close. But they did not. Y'all were in there actually booing Evan Fournier. That's tough. That's tough. It's New York. It's just hard to make it. It's a tough place to make. What did Evan Fournier do to y'all? Nothing. But, yeah, we'll talk about the Knicks. As of course, Jalen Brunson, MVP, goes out there and does his thing. And, I mean, I thought it was a 40-burger incoming. But he ends up with 35. 
And then uh, he adds 12 assists. And his uh, podcast partner, Josh Hart, goes out there and drops 23 and then obviously had the big moment late in the game. And you get another 21 from the big ragu, Dante DiVincenzo. That's the, that's the Knicks' big three right now. Those are the guys right now until you get whole again. And uh, we'll see what happens in the interim until they do get Randall back, right, maybe. OG Ananobi back, right, maybe. Yes. So Knicks fans, call me up. Talk about the win if you were at the Garden tonight and you're home now. We'd love to hear from you. 877-337-6666. We'll start with the Knicks. We'll start with the Nets and the basketball. But, yeah, uh, it's baseball time. It's spring training time. And it's time that guys are getting signed, right? Cody Bellinger signed. and I saw today Manuel Margot got traded from the Dodgers, I guess, to make way for Kike Hernandez. Brandon Crawford got signed. So some of these guys are finding homes, right? The Boris Five is not five anymore. And you already heard me reference the fact that Blake Snell is not going to be a Yankee. I guess you had to hear it from Jack Curry on the broadcast. I guess you had to read it from uh, Bob Nightingale. I was telling y'all last week when somebody called me to be like, hey, the Talking Yanks guys are tweeting about it. I'm like, so? Oh, uh, Marty from Barstool is tweeting about it. So what? Twitter is a fake place. There's a lot of fake stuff that goes on on Twitter that you guys love to apply to real life. Sources, quote-unquote sources. Blake Snell to the Yankees. Uh, Last week, I tried. I brought Brendan Cuddy on, who wrote the article, basically telling y'all that was a no-go. I tried. I tried my best. To like bring on the people that are smarter than me that could articulate it better that wrote the article to tell you to stop that. But as I watched Carlos Rodon over the weekend, and even as I watched Nestor Cortez today, and shout out to Nestor, that's my dog, I'm like, you can't sell me on this Yankees rotation without telling me that they do need another frontline starter. Go ahead and trade for Dylan Cease. Go ahead and trade for whoever it is because you need a 1A and a 1B if you think you're winning the World Series. You need basically two aces. You need a Game 1 and Game 2 starter that's a lock if you think you're going to advance to the World Series. 877-337-6666. But yeah, Spencer Jones is off limits. Spencer Jones is is not going anywhere. And uh, there's plenty of ways we can go with the Spencer Jones conversation tonight. I've been telling you guys for months. I saw Spencer Jones at the Futures game, right? This is going to sound familiar if you've listened to me. I saw him in Seattle at the Futures game, take batting practice. I saw him with Dave Winfield, and I'm like, wait, that's him? That's the kid, the left-handed judge from Vanderbilt? And now everybody's gotten a chance to see him. He had a 470-foot bomb. The hype is on. And uh, there's no way they trade him. So for those of you that were mad, and I was a little bit disappointed about the Corbin Burns deal not coming to us, they were asking for that guy. You can't let that guy go. You know why? Because across town, the Met fan is convinced that Juan Soto is signing with them in free agency after this 2024 season. 877-337. A six, a six, and two more sixes. I was on Saturday, and I tried my best to just break it down to y'all as far as how I feel, my opinion, about Juan Soto to the Mets. 
And I mean, I'm not going to keep doing this, but I know we're going to have to do this all year. To the Met fan, what I tell you is just enjoy what you have. Stop projecting into next year. Don't count Steve Cohen's money and say what he's going to do. And also, I lean into the fact that, like, this is David Stern's era. He's a defensive guy. I saw Juan Soto miss a pop-up to right that he should have had. Another scare today. He had a scare in the batter's box, a scare in the field. I'm actually not afraid of him getting hurt in spring training or getting hurt at all this year because that price is going to come down. I don't want to see the guy get hurt. I want to see the guy play. But, yeah, for the Met fan, like, don't y'all get tired of, oh, yeah, Aaron Judge is going to look nice in a blue and orange 99. Oh, wait till we get Otani. King Cohen's going to deliver us Yamamoto. Carlos Correa. Don't y'all get tired of that? Back to school and I hate it there, hate it there. Everything I want, I got to wait a year, wait a year. The Met fan is always waiting till next year. It's always kicking the can down the road, even with this current regime. Oh, now I got to watch Luis Angel Acuna today and hope that he pans out for the future. And Jet Williams. And I'm like, come on, bro. What I'm saying to y'all is just lock in on what you have this year. Focus on the other Boris Klein. Pete Alonzo. Focus on the polar bear re-signing. That's more realistic, right? That's more, like, he's there. He's your man. That's your guy. The face of your franchise. The, the fawning over someone else that's currently in pinstripes. Enough. Don't you have enough Yankee Mets? LGYM. Let's go Yankee Mets. Ben Gamble and Luke Voigt and G-Man Choi and Adam Adovino. Adam Adovino! You know the rest of the guys, Harrison Bader, Luis Severino, your manager, Carlos Mendoza. Like, do you really want Juan Soto after he spends this year in the Bronx? Sure, I guess. You're going to have to pay him $600 million, and I guess Steve Cohen's going to really say, yep, that's that's it. We're going to go in a different way than the Milwaukee Mets that David Stearns is building, and we're going to sign Juan Soto. We'll talk about it, but I'm just going to tell you, uh, in this modern day of, of Major League Baseball, it isn't just the biggest money. J.D. Martinez had an offer from the San Francisco Giants. He rather just waited out. He turned it down. The Giants have been throwing money at everybody. They, they've they been trying to get Judge and Carlos Correa. You guys saw, they, they throw money at everybody. And J.D. Martinez did not want to go there. Um, speaking of Judge, Judge left $40 million off the table from the San Diego Padres to stay with the Yankees, like, who else? What other examples? I already said Otani. I already said Yamamoto. Like, it's not all just we have the richest owner in the sport and the math says that we'll have the highest offer out there and we'll land the player because of that. The Yankees have a foot up in this whole thing over the whole league because right now Juan Soto is shuffling and pimping doubles off the wall and smiling and laughing next to Aaron Judge. Don't get too comfortable, Juan. No, get as comfortable as you want because the Yankees understand that they have to bid for him. I don't care what Randy Miller said on the fan. His opinion is as good as mine or yours. And in my humble opinion, we can do this all season, but it's a waste of time. 877-337-6666. Why would these guys try to fight Cam Newton at his event? I saw Cam Newton at Nets versus Knicks or Knicks versus Nets at Barclays Center. That was when I was with Lugie and Tiki and Evan. Like, I physically walked by him. Uh, Asked Lugie. We saw him getting in the uh, line to go into 
these sweets. And I'm like, that's Cam Newton. He's a monster. Why are guys trying to run the fade with a 6'5", 250-pound guy? Like, There's a reason he was the Heisman Trophy winner, was an NFL MVP. I don't know. People are crazy now. They'll try and fight anybody over football, over <laughs> over seven on seven. Yeah, I don't know. But we got to talk football. We got to talk combine. A lot of these guys are not going to throw at the combine, not going to run at the combine, not going to test at the combine. I love to watch the combine, but the combine is a proving ground for the unproven, especially in this college football landscape of NIL deals. <laughs> these guys are already millionaires. They got nothing to prove. These guys are already in Merrill Hodge and uh, Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper's big board. They got nothing to prove. The running backs in the NFL have a ton to prove, though. I did a stream on Bleacher Report last week trying to pair these different running backs and their destinations. But as we talked around this time last year about the franchise tag and devaluing running backs, now we get all the news today that, no, they're not going to tag these guys. Saquon Barkley. We'll see what happens with the Giant. Once a Giant, always a Giant. Wants to be a Giant for life. We'll see what happens with that. But I don't know. I'd like to see Saquon go somewhere and win. I have him going to the Chargers or the Texans. Going to play with the young quarterback that's up and coming. Quarterback's best friend is a good running back. I I see Austin Eckler potentially going to the Chiefs. Chargers are going to let him go. That's a, that's a hardball show now. I'm pretty sure that Josh Jacobs is going to want a mulligan. He's going to want to come back and re-sign with the Raiders. Antonio Pierce, and he was banged up last year, and that's the team that drafted him. He should be right there. But King Henry, King Henry, I got him going to Baltimore. And Tony Pollard, from my miserable Dallas Cowboys, there's no reason that the Cowboys should bring him back. They need to get a lot better at that position. Fools. They drafted Deuce Vaughn, who is the smallest running back in last year's draft class. But they did that for a social media hit because his dad is employed by the Dallas. We got a bunch to talk about, man. I, I got, uh, let's see, uh, two and a half hours. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. 87-7-33-7-66-66. Spoiler alert, we're about to talk sports. Let's start with the New York Knicks. Ben Stiller, call me up. Spike Lee, call me up. What type of air are they pumping into the Mecca, the Garden? My guy Ian Begley just put out there that crew chief James Williams says in pool interview with AP's Brian Mahoney that Dante DiVincenzo should have been called for a foul on Osar Thompson. Monty Williams saw it. He said, we've been doing it the right way. It's a no call. It's egregious. I mean, it's standard. You just hope that you're on the right side of it. And like I said in my open, <laughs> they owed the Knicks one. So they were uh, they were swallowing their whistles. Pause. They were, they were biting their whistles. They weren't uh, going to make that call. They weren't going to make that call. Imagine. Imagine they make that call. There was probably two fouls there. 
as you know, pretty much like a tackle with DiVincenzo and even a bump with uh, with Hart. But imagine they make that call and the Knicks end up losing. You can't leave the building. You can't get out of there. Pete is in Hillsborough first up on the fan. What's up, Pete? Yeah, how you doing? Uh, big, big fan, Keith. So uh, me and my son were at the uh, the game, and uh, we were laughing when uh, they were all booing out 48. It's like, what the guy do after they get Grimes. Grimes is the one they should have booed because he's the one who was complaining about his playing time, and he's playing like this is his NBA Finals tonight. Yeah, sure. I, I would I would have more energy towards Quentin Grimes and Evan Fournier. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So anyway, good. Uh, love your show, and uh, thanks a lot. Thanks for the call, Pete. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, he stole some money. <laughs> but he didn't steal any money. He wasn't good enough to play. You knew that, like, as soon as they got Evan Fournier, you knew that was a mistake. <laughs> as a Nets fan, I remember Evan Fournier not too long ago wearing that Celtics jersey and whatever bum-ass kicks that he wears from France, him and KD going at it. He thought he could talk tough to KD in, in Brooklyn. I'm like, this guy's delusional. And then Evan Fournier, Kemba Walker, you knew you knew those contracts weren't going to work out. So he was on the end of the bench. He was just looking for a place to play. And now he's getting a chance to play. Yeah, Quentin Grimes, when he was here, like, that's your man. That's your homegrown guy. When he was here, he had some comments and some things to say. And he had to hit the road. And I think the Knicks are better for it. And tonight they tried to have a little bit of a revenge game. They started cooking late. Not enough. The Knicks get the win, and the Knicks roll on. And the, 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 the Pistons don't need that win. They have eight wins. They're 8-49. <laughs> just just uh, end the season. Just shut it down. Just shut it down. But I guess, you you know, you tip your cap to these guys coming in there. Cade Cunningham and uh, you know, Quentin Grimes had 14. He knocked down three threes. And Evan Fournier had seven points. It was like... I don't know. I wouldn't have it in me to boo, to boo Evan Fournier. You got to feel bad for that guy. He's in Detroit now. Anyway, 877-337. You know the number. We're going to continue with the Knicks calls. Easy e out in Long Island on Long Island on the fan. Hey, what's going on, Big Keith? How's it going tonight, buddy? You know, good to be back with my nighttime, folks. It's a different vibe, different callers, different energy. I we mean, can... are you glad I'm calling, or is that the reason why you're hosting your show? Yeah, I've been waiting for you to call, Easy. That, I mean, like, that's, that's like it's been hear. a whole 35 okay. minutes, and here we go. Okay, um, I'm glad the Knicks won. They're, good, they're doing good at home. They have a great team. Uh, they got a good trade from Toronto. But to tell you the truth, I'm going to go on a limb here and say the Toronto Raptors are going to have a great team in years in years in the future. And you got to watch out for that guy, Scotty Barnes, because he's great. Oh, that's so, facts. Uh, I, I watched a little bit of the, the Nets game against yeah, they uh, got, well, they, Nets blowing them out, huh? No, the, the Toronto smacked the Nets. That was Kevin Ali's first game. And I'm like, I'm like, yo. No, to- I mean tonight. Oh, well, today Toronto beat. The Pacers, so right. like they're they're starting Did to the figure Nets it out. Tonight? The Nets won; they beat the Grizzlies. But I, we're talking about Toronto, yeah, no? Saying. Yeah, the Nets I, are going down. I don't like the Nets. Ter- I I, don't, I I can't stand them. All right, I'm gonna let you go because like, what's, what what are we doing here? <laughs> I thought we were talking about the Toronto Raptors. Maybe you met the Vancouver Grizzlies. <laughs> like, Maybe you confused yeah. the Canadian cities. All right. Um, 
Easy had that. That was a that was a rough call for Easy. Yeah, Easy. It should it should be a lot easier to just have a conversation about the Knicks and then flow into the Toronto Raptors and then for me to say that they just played the Brooklyn Nets. No, not today. Over the weekend, like I don't know. It's okay. It's fine. Let's regroup here. The Toronto Raptors: Scotty Barnes, R.J. Barrett, Jacopoto, I.Q. Gary Trent Jr., Grady. You know, uh, Kelly Olynyk, Damon Stoudemire. <laughs> Bruce Brown, like they have some guys over there that I think are going to have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder the rest of the way here. And um, if you look at the Eastern Conference standings, they're right there with your Brooklyn Nets. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they jumped the Brooklyn Nets. And like I said, that first game out of the gate with like, oh, Kevin Ollie, new head coach, second half. No, the, the Nets, they needed a minute. But the, the Toronto Raptors were ready, and they're young, and they're talented, and I think their coach is locked in, and they could be something up there in the North sooner rather than later. I think it was a good trade for the Knicks, though, regardless. I think, like, we obviously aren't seeing OG Ananobi, but he'll be back. I think what you've seen out of Precious Achua, great. I love watching that kid play. Just the fact that he's from the Bronx, I know he grew up rooting for the Knicks, and he's playing the best basketball of his career in that Knicks jersey. So that trade is, is a good trade. And you you send IQ. Obviously, they weren't going to start IQ or pay IQ. And R.J. Barrett as the number three overall pick, it's just, it was taking too long for him to ascend. It was taking too long for him to look like the guy you wanted him to look like. He was better, but no, he'll he'll be better suited back in Canada where he's from. Now, with the Brooklyn Nets, I just, I got nothing for him, bros. You know, Easy said he 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 doesn't like them or something like that. He started rambling about not liking the Nets. Come on, don't kick the Nets while they're down. There's no need for it, guys. Like we get it. We're out here watching Dennis Schroeder play for the Nets and uh, Ben. Sim- like, come on. I don't I don't know what to say about him. Cam Thomas got hurt today, and I'm like, of course. Yep. Cam Thomas had 14 points before leaving the game with 7:23 remaining, a right ankle injury. So he's going to be down. I just saw a clip of Dennis Smith Jr who had endorsed Kevin Ali in the past, kind of upset at the end of the game with his minutes. And if you remember correctly, Nets fans, and Nets fans, feel free to call. We can we can do the Nets conversation, 877-337-6666. If you remember, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. was definitely a Jacques Vaughn guy, and Jacques Vaughn spoke to playing Dennis Smith Jr. late in games because of his spirit. I don't know. Me as a fan, I'm like, I don't... We're talking about guys. Spirit? Is this cheerleading? Who can score? Who can, who can get us a bucket late in the game? Not Dennis. So Dennis Smith Jr. only played 14 minutes tonight. He was over. He put up a goose egg, and he was definitely tight about it. But uh, when I'm looking at the Nets, man, like all of a sudden everybody's playing in a game like that tonight, and they're figuring it out. I mentioned Dennis Schroeder. He had 18 points leading the way for the Brooklyn Nets. He also had five assists. Uh, Cam Thomas obviously didn't get to play, uh, or probably didn't matter. Probably should have been out of the game. I saw some Nets fans saying that. Didn't get to play to the end of the game, but he finishes with 14. DFS, Dorian Finney-Smith had 13. And then you get 11 from Mikael Bridges. Uh, but he obviously, you know, he had a rough night shooting from deep, 1-7. Uh, but he obviously had a down night offensively, but he was a plus 22. He did his thing on defense. I mean, we're looking at a Memphis Grizzlies team. They're rolling out Jaron Jackson Junior and and Luke Kennard trying to get it done. They don't have John Morant. And as I'm talking about teams in the NBA, 
Like, like they have 20 wins. So, I mean, feel good about the win because the Nets don't win enough. But they have a lot of work to do to salvage this season, to be a play-in team, potentially a playoff team. And it's just hard for me to care. 877-337-6666. Josh is in Passaic, New Jersey on the fan. Go for it, Josh. Hey, Keith, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm a little sick, but... I, 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 I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. You should go to bed. What you doing up listening to the radio, calling the radio? I took a long nap during the day, so I'm kind of oh. bug-eyed right now. All right. All right. I got you. What you got but, for but us? You know, the, the last caller before, Keith, do we like the Brooklyn Nets either? Let's be honest. Even Brooklyn fans don't like the Nets. Yeah, I know we don't like, but for a Knicks fan to be like, come on. The Knicks, like, the Knicks fan can't be kicking the Nets right now while the Nets are down. We get it. We 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 know our position. We understand. Listen, even the Knicks, right? They've had, they've, even, I know they're injured, but still, how have they been the last few weeks? Like, they barely beat the Pistons. I don't care. Like, even if Brunson's not playing, you should still be beating the Pistons. So, if you haven't played, you shouldn't be just escaping them with a no call. Oh, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Basically, you're trying to say these Knicks fans got to chill. They're not winning anything this year. You're not really that good. You got hot for a minute in late January, February, but, like, unless you get whole again. Like, you're barely beating the Pistons in the garden. You got some work to do. Didn't you just lose to the Celtics? Oh, I know. You you weren't healthy. Hey, Keith. I mean, you're kind of putting some extra words into my mouth, but if you want to get that off in my name, you can do whatever you want. You I said it, not that. me. You said it, not me. No, nah, I didn't mean that. I just meant that. It's a little, they should also, you know, step a little back. Not that, not that they have no chance. Obviously, they're still missing guys. Still with just Brunson, right? The Nets, the Nets beat the Pistons twice with their team, right? The Knicks are just relax and drop. And listen, we don't even know if that car was a Knicks fan anyway. <laughs> I think he was. I think he was. But, yeah, the Knicks survive. They get the no call, and the NBA officials owed him one. So there it is. And then, Keith, those devils, what in the world happened? Yeah. I'll start with, Bro. Let's start with Thursday night. Right? The only thing we pretty much won was <sighs> that headbutt in the crowd. Right, with the Devils fan doing that off Yeah, but I don't like that. I mean, I almost went to that game. I don't know. I, I like I like them fighting on the ice, but I don't like the fans fighting. Like I've been in enough ballparks, arenas when fans get to fighting, it's it's there's nothing good coming out of it. You're gonna get arrested, or you're gonna get hurt, or you're gonna go viral. Or there are kids, there are women around. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not into the fans fighting. I'm I'm all for these guys fighting on the ice, but yeah, I didn't like the the looks of some of the videos, but like, and it's, it's predictable. The Rangers fans come to Newark. Uh, you know what time it is, especially when the devils were absolutely just laying down, they got bloodied and bullied. And when you look at these last few games, man, they're, they're tough to watch. They barely beat the Canadians, but then they lose to the lightning. And it's like, they had nothing for them. And you needed that game. The Rangers come over there and bully them too. five, one loss after, you know, or before a four, one loss to the lightning uh, before that, the Capitals beat them in D.C. 6-2. to They're running out of games here. The high that we had from the Stadium Series win, it's it's been erased. This is also the first time, like, this year. I'm, like, actually nervous they're going to miss the playoffs. I always thought it was coming great. Like, they forgot what like what a power play is, and that's supposed to be. Bro, some of the advantage. numbers and some of the stats that are coming out, people are screaming for them to fire Lindy. Uh, hey, He's taking responsibility. I'm not calling for the guy to be fired, but there's clearly something wrong. The power play is stagnant. It's whack. You don't even get excited for it like we used to. Uh, I guess Jack Hughes is not really all the way healthy. Man, I don't know. I, I, I'm looking at the Devils, and I thought that this stretch of games right here was going to be their time 
to, you know, kind of take a step forward. But when you're looking at the standings and you're doing the math, they're going to need a lot of help from other teams to be a playoff team this year because they, they haven't found a way to just do it on their own. I mean, something just needs to be, like, change the sloppiness they have. I mean, how many two-on-one fast breaks did we see with the Rangers, right? So they got a lot of their goals. They didn't even have The so Rangers are just time. better. I mean, and then Akira Schmidt is back. In the, the Rangers are just better. The Devils right now got to find a way, and they need a win streak. They cannot string together more than two wins. Two is not a streak. Thanks for the call, Josh. 877-337-6666. We got more to do. Coming up, my Casamigos big shot of the night. Keep McPherson on the fan. BRB. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. And tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night goes to the guy that hit that last big shot, Josh Hart. Josh Hart, he's killing it on the podcast. He talked about shooting three-point shots better. He's done that recently. And uh, my guy Kaz, who I had on a couple weeks ago, put out a tweet saying that Josh Hart is the Carmelo Anthony of Draymond Greens. <laughs> Josh Hart is the Carmelo Anthony of Draymond Greens. And uh, if you understand what that means, that's spot on. I just never thought to put it that way. Josh Hart tonight goes out there and gets it done. He is more than a glue guy. He has ascended to being part of the Villanova Big Three that is carrying the Knicks right now while they are not all the way healthy. He goes out there and has 23 points. He adds one block, two steals, six assists, eight rebounds, and he hit three from deep. Josh Hart, formerly of Rock Nation. I don't know if he's still with Rock Nation. I had the pleasure of meeting Josh when he was a Laker and came to the Rock Nation building. I was a minion sent down to go retrieve him and got a quick little elevator ride, and I think we talked to him a little bit about his digital marketing, social media, or whatnot. Back uh, in 2018, shout to Josh Hart, and he got on Twitter after the game, and he said, the garden with the heart emojis, and uh, of course he plays right into the fans. 877 877- Three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's continue talking to the fans. George is in New Jersey. George, you're on the fan. Keith, what's up, buddy? Great job as always, man. Good to have you uh, a little bit later on at night again. Yeah, good to be back. Thanks for calling. Yeah, so I was at the Garden tonight. Uh, I took my son for his 15th birthday, and the whole game, I just kept telling him I was a little nervous with all these ex-Knicks with a little bad taste in their mouth mm-hmm. on the court. And, you know, Quentin Grimes nearly won the game, you know, for, for, the, for Detroit and came back and, you know, kind of punched us in the face. But it didn't happen. I'm glad for the no call. Made up for the bad call two weeks ago uh, against Houston. Uh, not sorry for the win at all. But I got to tell you, uh, Bogdanovich and Burks need to step up, man. They need to step up while we get healthy. This, they are really not shooting well. 
And I'd like to see a little bit more productivity from from the two of them. We really need them at this point while, you know, OG and Randall and, you know, hopefully Mitch get, get healthy. I'd just like to hear what you say about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. And, and good dad, good game. Good to take your son to the garden, George. Thank you for the call. Like, why did you trade for these guys? Why did you trade for both of these guys? I guess you could have got Burks. You got Boyan Bogdanovich as well because you knew. Maybe you didn't know as a fan, but the front office knew. They knew, okay, it's going to be a while until OG comes back and Randall comes back and we have to stay afloat. Both of these guys are shooters. Both of these guys get buckets, right? Both of these guys can score the basketball. You need them. And now I understand, uh, you know, one guy is going to have the basketball in his hands. Most of the time, that's Jalen Brunson. I also understand that uh, Delaware Jordan Dante DiVincenzo is going to have the ball too. But with these guys coming off the bench in that second unit, it's like, bro, you need these guys to cook. So uh, they it hasn't clicked yet, but I will say that we're only a couple games now out of the All-Star break. Give it time. Uh, we're not even that far from the trade deadline. I don't know how many games these guys have under their belt now being with the Knicks. A handful, five, six. And um, it'll come. Three of eight, you need you need uh, Bobo to be a little bit better than that. And then uh, Burks was three of nine shooting, um, but he was a plus eight. I, you just, you're expecting more from them. You're expecting them to you know give you double-digit points coming off the bench and score, and I think that'll come in time. But a win is a win, and there definitely is weird energy around this win. I, I put in my notes that the Pistons are all in for a Knicks Eastern Conference run. Right, they they made the trade with you, and they didn't do enough to beat you tonight. Like that's a revenge game. That's a game that they're circling. That's a game that they're in practice saying, okay, yeah, when we go to the Garden, yeah, I know we uh, made the deal with these guys. We got, like let's go beat them. Let's go and beat them in front of their crowd. Let's go catch them sleeping. They're gonna underestimate us, but that's a game we can win. That's what I said. Monty Williams. Monty Williams has lost almost fifty games this year. But he was thinking he had a win tonight. 877-337-6666. The Isles got a win tonight. As I was crying about my New Jersey Devils and I slid in there that the Rangers winning streak came to an end. The Icelanders go to Dallas and get the W. We'll talk more about that after we go to break. Call me up. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.